Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word every day for, oh, about 13 minutes. You know, that short time, though, is so valuable. It keeps us focused on our soul and also upon our relationship with God. It helps us to grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And it helps us to have a better, more spiritually focused mindset to be able to deal with whatever life throws at us every day. And life throws a lot at us day by day. Well, we encourage you, as we always do, to share these short studies every day with everybody you can. You know people in your life, probably some within your own family, in fact, who need to change their focus on life. They need to turn their life around. They need to start thinking about their souls, about their relationship with God, about eternity, because it's coming. So help them by sharing these short studies every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means as well. But make that commitment. Start sharing with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, your, everybody you come into contact with on a, every day, with everybody you can, literally. You may help some people turn their life around. You may help some people develop faith in God or grow in their faith. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today. We're continuing in our study talking about, well, when things look bleakest or darkest, or when things look their worst, what do we do? How should we, how should we deal with that perception in our lives, in our mind's eye? And maybe things really do look bleak. Maybe they really do look dark. Maybe they do really look bad. Now, it might be a personal situation. It might be something have something to do with our physical well-being, illness, maybe chronic health problem, maybe injury, maybe it could be the loss of a loved one, or maybe it could be financial setback, losing our job, or whatever the case might be. But it could be on a more widespread basis than that. It could have to do with our culture, our community, our, our society, our nation. It could have to do with basically the world situation. Well, we're facing some things right now, aren't we? We've had to deal with a pandemic over the last couple of years. It's been, well, severe. Certainly a lot of people have become ill, ended up in the hospital. A lot of people have died. We also facing right now, as we think about this particular line of study and thought, we're facing war in the Ukraine between Russia and Ukraine. And, well, other nations are getting involved in one way or another. Where will all of that lead? We don't know. So what about when things look bleak? What about when things look dark, when things look really bad? What do you do? Well, we talked about the Apostle Paul writing in Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39. He said, who shall separate us from the love of God? And then he goes through a list, a long list of possibilities, powers, principalities, authorities, but also life and death and height and depth and so on and on and on and on. And he could have gone farther than that. He could have listed a whole lot of other possible or potential factors that might pull us away from the love of God. But what was his answer? Nothing. 
Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing as far as an outside force is concerned. No outside force, no outside being, no outside power. He says, even talks about being killed by way of persecution against us as Christians. And he says in verse 37, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And he said, last verse, verse 39, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So how do we understand that? Nothing, nothing, not a single outside force or any being or anybody can separate us from the love of God in Christ as long as we continue to walk with God through Christ in faithful obedience on a consistent basis. Now, as I've said, we can walk away from God. We can walk away from our Savior, but nobody can make us do that. Nobody can pull us away against our, against our will. If we continue to walk with God through Christ in faithful obedience and dedication, we're more than conquerors, Paul said more than conquerors. What a great image that is. Well, God is able to deliver us. He is able to give us the victory. When we look at Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, we read, for with God nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible. Now we're talking about not a single thing. There is nothing that is too hard for God. Well, Let's look at what Jeremiah wrote in Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse 17 along this line. Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. Well, God is the creator of the universe. He created the heavens and the earth and everything that we see around us, the stars in the sky, the moon up above, the sun in its place, the depths of the universe. God knows those depths. We don't, but he created all. And so the prophet says, there is nothing too hard or too difficult for you. And just as we read in Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, with God, nothing will be impossible. God is all-powerful, literally all-powerful. In Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 1, the prophet Isaiah wrote this, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. God is all-knowing, all-seeing. We call that omniscience, technical term. He knows everything. He sees everything all the time. His hand, is not, his hand is not shortened that it cannot save. His ear is not heavy that it cannot hear. But then, again, what did I say earlier? And I've said that throughout this particular study. We can walk away from God, but nobody, no being, no power, nothing can pull us away from God against our will. 
So Isaiah goes on in verse 2 and he said, but your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Well, if we live a sinful lifestyle, if we do not repent of that and come to God through Jesus Christ, repenting of our sins, confessing our faith in Jesus as our Savior and the Son of God, and surrendering in baptism, being immersed in the waters of baptism for the remission of our sins so that the blood of Christ can cleanse us of the guilt of our sins and we can be saved spiritually and eternally, reborn spiritually, made new spiritually. As long as we do that, then nothing can pull us away from God. We are more than conquerors, but if we do not come to him in repentance for forgiveness and salvation, or if after having done that, we go back into the ways of sinfulness, well then, our sins can separate us from our God. We need to pay attention. We need to learn the lesson. God has said he will be there with us and for us, watch over us and strengthen us when we're weak and take care of us when we have those needs. The devil, again, cannot make us sin. Now, he's going to tempt us, throw all kinds of temptations our way, but he cannot make us sin. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, here's God stepping into the picture again. Paul writes, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. So there's not going to be any unusual or overwhelming temptation that the devil can throw at you, but all of those will be such as mankind has experienced through time. Not going to be unique to you. Others will have been faced with those same kinds of temptations. Paul goes on, but God is faithful. What a great statement that is. God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God will not let us be tempted by any temptation the devil might throw at us that is overwhelming, that we cannot say no to with God's help and through his strength. What a great promise that is. What a great assurance it is more than conquerors. That's what God offers us, that we can be more than conquerors. And so we need to take that to heart. It needs to be a great encouragement and reassurance for us. In 2 Peter 2 and verse 9, the apostle Peter wrote along this line, the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. See, God knows how to take care of us. He knows how to protect us. And he will do that for us as long as we walk with him again in faithful obedience on a consistent basis. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 12, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Basically, repeating what Isaiah wrote back in Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. Well, as long as we walk with God faithfully, obediently, consistently, we are exactly as Paul put it 
in Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. We are more than conquerors. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you for blessing us so much, and thank you for promising to be faithful to us as we are faithful to you, to always walk with us as we walk with you, and to not let the devil tempt us with anything that is overpowering for us, but that you will always be there and make the way for us to say no. You will give us that strength. Praise be to you, Father. Praise be to you. Please, we pray at this time, be merciful and gracious and patient with us always, Father, and help us all along the way to be faithful to you. And please forgive us of our sins. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.